this is episode one. Today we're going to talk about something really funny and a little weird. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy it. My I, ho- I, <laughs> I hope you've never heard this story before because it is really bizarre and I didn't hear about it until I was in my 20s. Well, chances are if I have heard it, I've forgotten it or I'll just pretend that I haven't. Yeah, please pretend. Yeah. Please we'll, do. We'll put my acting skills okay. to the test. I'm going to be, I need your patience because there's a lot of words, European cities. Hmm. It'd be hard to say. Okay, I'll just make fun of you. For okay, it. great. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So this started off as um, a Google search as to like mass hypnosis. Ooh. Or, uh-huh. So it, it really was me just going like, you know, the Jonestown incident, how people yeah. were yeah, massive group of people. They were convinced that this guy was some sort of messiah and they all drank the Kool-Aid. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Not he a wasn't. messiah. <laughs> well, we don't know, I guess. No, he was just psycho. I think we know. Yeah, we do know. So then I was doing this this search and I obviously fell down the rabbit hole of what other sort of mass psychosis or other such things have happened throughout history. So, Kenzie. Yes. Have you ever felt the urge to dance? Yeah. <laughs> just dance and dance and dance. Yeah. And then dance some more. Yeah, obviously. And then dance until you're exhausted and die. <laughs> I've often danced I've often danced till I felt like I might die because I'm out of shape. <laughs> well these but people never actually died. No. The stories that I'm going to tell you today are um people who could have been out of shape. I don't know their lives, so I'm not here to judge them. <laughs> um but this incident or incidents take place between the thirteenth and seventeenth century. Ooh. Have you ever heard of dancing mania? No. Okay, so buckle up, Buttercup. Oh, I'm intrigued. We are going to talk about dancing mania, also known as the dancing plague. Ooh, choreomania. My kind of plague. Mm-hmm. Saint John's dance and Saint Vitus's dance. All right. So this was a phenomenon that occurred primarily in mainland Europe between the 14th and 17th century. However, some of the earlier known cases date back to. 1020. Okay, so this is a weird thing that happens. <laughs> Giant gatherings of people, well, sometimes large gatherings of people or small gatherings of people or individuals, or it just really, it's weird how it affects people, but they'll dance and dance and dance and dance, and some will die and some will <laughs> have heart attacks, and we'll get into it. It's real great. It's fun. Super, super fun. Sounds fun. <clears throat> so let's start right now. I'm going to go through a timeline. Of some of the more documented incidences. We'll go through the supposed causes. And we'll go through uh, what what it means to have dancing mania. Okay, Maybe that's why they outlawed dancing in Footloose. Ugh, it had to be. It yeah. had to. There's no other that's option. Why. That's why. They just didn't want people to die. I know. I'm so glad. They we really were out. actually looking out for people. Yeah, they were. And then friggin' What's-His-Face. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Fucking Kevin Bacon. Every time. Thinks he's saving the world, but he's not. No. Okay. Tell me about this dancing mania. Okay. One of the earliest known incidences occurred sometime in the 1020s. I don't like saying it the other way. So 1020s. That doesn't even sound like a real time. It's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. (laughs) It happened in Bernburg, where 18 peasants began singing and dancing around a church. Disturbing a Christmas Eve service. Hooligans. Hooligans. Another recorded outbreak was in 
Achaeon, which is in the Roman Empire, 1374. Another was in Strasbourg, Alsace, which is now the modern day France. And I don't know how to say the other word. So we're just going to call it France. Okay. Um, In 1518. Now on this particular occasion, it was in July in 1518, around 400 people took to dancing for days without rest. And over the period of one month, some of those affected collapsed, died of a heart attack, died of stroke, and died of exhaustion. So about 400 people this affected. And a lot of these people, the ones who did survive, claim that they have no recollection of dancing. Or if they do have recollection, they have no, uh, they had no ability to stop themselves. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little weird. It's like a really crazy dance-a-thon. Yeah. <laughs> Against your will. Yeah. <laughs> Without yeah. your choice. The, the winning, the winners get to live. <laughs> no consent, <laughs> but you live. Yeah. Musicians would sometimes accompany the dancers um, to help ward off the mania. So they didn't really understand what was going on. So they thought, how do we cure this? Well, obviously we throw some minstrels out there and lay down a fat beat and maybe it'll work. Seems legit. However, most of the time this backfired. What would happen is more people would join in the dance party. <laughs> and then you would have a public dance party. Because of those sick beats. The sick, sick minstrel beats. <laughs> They're just fluting it up. Yeah. They thought it was a cure. It was not. Uh, Another incident. Now, mind you, this is also around the time where stories like the Pied Piper came into play. And a lot of scholars will believe that uh, the different tales of Pied Pipers are people who can lure other people with the sound of music. Ooh, like gods, too. There's a lot of gods. Mm Mm-hmm. That play the music to lure people. Um, some scholars believe that a lot of those types of fairy tales or folklore come from these incidences. Um, people were out of their mind. They didn't have control of their body. And then you add music to it. So obviously it's the Pied Piper's fault. Kill all the people who play pipes. Another incident in 1278 involved about 200 people dancing on a bridge over the river Meuse in Germany. This resulted in the bridge's collapse. Multiple people died. This is this is this is a recorded incident. So people were just, I mean, they were they were they were banging it out, man. They were just like to collapse a bridge, right? You got to be dancing pretty hard. Got, and mind you, a majority of these didn't have any sort of music. People would just dance, unless you had your your fat beat Piper Man over there tooting out some good 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 melodies. It was musicless. These people would just dance. It's like the first Coachella. Oh. Coachella of death. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Consentless Coachella. TM. Trademark that shit. No, actually, don't. I don't want to be involved in that. So, um, on the 24th of June, 1374, which is another number that just doesn't sound real. No. 1374. Yes, my son was born in 1374. So, it was one of the biggest outbreaks in Akion, Germany. Um, So, this outbreak spread... To other places, people did not stop dancing for months. It spread to Cologne, to Flanders, to Fransonia, to Hainut, to Metz, to Strasbourg, to Tongrien, to another word I'm not going to try to say, um, and eventually to Italy and Luxembourg. So this happened. It started in 1376. The incidences continued through France, Germany, and Holland, and in 1380. 
It was another five years later. Yes, was, people were still dancing. <laughs> people were still dancing. It's one hell of a party. <laughs> one, and and mind you, like I don't think it's a continuous thing, but they consider an outbreak of um, recorded incidences. You know, so if you go from town to town, yes, I heard Johnny two feet over there was popping off. Like, so you, you know these outbreaks. I don't. I don't necessarily know that one person was dancing all five years. Well, I don't think one person could. I don't know his life. I don't know. Could have been fit as fuck. Could have been. Got some fancy been. feet on could've him. Been. Johnny Fancy Feet. <laughs> Johnny Fancy Feet in Holland. 1375. <laughs> Further incidences occurred in 1418 in Stroudsburg, where people fasted for days and the outbreak was possibly caused by exhaustion. We're going to get into the causes later, but they really, um, there's a theme. You'll, you'll see a theme here. So another, let's see. So another one of the, um, during the biggest outbreak in 1518 in Stroudsburg, um, this was actually, you can find its own article called the dancing plague of 1518. So that article is super fascinating as well, but we're going to talk about dancing mania as a whole. In this instance, a woman named Frau Trophy. Okay. It's beautiful. She began dancing in the street. Just her. But then within four days, she had been joined by 33 other people. And within a month, there were 400. Many of these people suffered heart attacks and died. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> Poor Frau. She just wanted right? to dance. The professor of medicine, Gregor Horst, he noted this about the incidents. And I quote, Several women who annually visit the chapel of St. Vitus in Draufelhausen dance madly all day and all night until they collapse in ecstasy. In this way, they come to themselves again and feel little or nothing until the next May, when they are again forced to arouse St. Vitus Day to betake themselves to that place. One of these women is said to have danced every year for the past 20 years, and another for a full 32. <laughs> was St. Vitus the saint, patron saint of dancing? Of boogieing? He is now. Poor guy. He probably did something very noble, and, and now he's just like the twerk master. So, <laughs> the, twerk master. The, the saint of twerking. <laughs> he is who I pray to. Yeah. Let's talk about the characteristics of... Dancing mania. I'm curious to know what their dancing looks like. Yeah. We'll get like, into it. Are they doing partner dancing or are they just like <laughs> are they dozy doing? <laughs> square dancing? I don't I, I we'll get into it. It's not square dancing though. Bless uh, you. It's not square dancing. I was hoping for some square dancing. <laughs> not in fucking Germany, thirteen eighteen. Anyway. <laughs> you never know. I don't know their life, that's true. They they could totally be into it. Generally, dancing mania occurs in a time of hardship, um, usually with political turmoil, natural disaster, or like, for example, the Black Plague. Uh-oh, we about to go into some dancing mania <laughs> up in I, here. See? That's why I started dancing the other day in the grocery store. <laughs> that explains like, mm, it! Mm, mm, mm. I was just like shimmying, and this lady looked at me, and gosh, she thought I was kidnapping my own kids. <laughs> so anyways... It can affect up to tens of thousands of people, and they would dance wildly without control for hours, days, weeks, and even months. So I'm going to talk about Robert Bartholomew. Dope name. Mm-hmm. Born August 17th, 1958. Ooh, he's an, 1900s. Mm-hmm, he's an American medical sociologist. 
He's got a lot on the subject. He's done a lot of research on the subject. He's, he's written some really great articles on the subject. Um, I'm going to quote him a couple times. Look into him. He's done other stuff, too. He's, he's pretty smart. So he, Bartholomew notes that some people would parade around naked and they would make obscene gestures while they were in this manic state. Some of them even had public sexual intercourse. Whoa. Others, I mean, if you're going to go out, <laughs> just go all out. Just go do out on a bay. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> you're such a child. I'm a child. You're a child. We're all children here. Oh, um, come on, that's a good one, though. That was good. Ten points to Gryffindor. Thank you. Other people acted like animals, and they jumped, hopped, and leaped around as they danced, or that was considered their dancing. So these people hardly stopped, and some danced until they broke their ribs and subsequently died. Throughout, dancers screamed, laughed, or cried, and some sang. That must be so horrifying to watch. It sounds horrifying. just dancing and screaming. (laughs) Shut up, Sharon. I'm trying to get it on in public. (laughs) Bartholomew also notes that observers of dancing mania were sometimes treated violently if they refused to join in. Participants demonstrated odd reactions. Get this. To the color red. In a history. Yeah. Yep. In a history of madness in 16th century Germany, Middle Fort, who is a, um, he's an author. He really good book the book's called a history of madness i suggest it he notes that they could not perceive the color red at all and bartholomew reports it was said that dancers could not stand the color red often becoming violent against seeing it so we have two different reports one from a medical doctor one from a historian so what we're seeing is that these people either they don't like the color red or they can't see the color red but either way this shit sucks they're not happy about it they're not happy either way. They would they would often become violent. Bartholomew notes that the dancers could not stand pointed shoes and that dancers enjoyed their feet being hit. Sounds like a fetish. Yeah. To me. Like a little just a little bit. Little foot spanking. <laughs> a little foot spanking during your dancing mania. And the public intercourse. Yep. Well, I mean, is that really a fetish or is that just no, I meant foot spanking during it. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, when I was thinking that their feet like being hit, I was, in my brain, I was like, well, yeah, because they're slapping their bare ass feet all over stones and shit. So it probably is like, dude, I like good. can't even walk like half a block in bare feet on sidewalk because oh. it hurts my feet. Oh, no, I love, I, I love, I can't you, walk. You like it. Yeah, I you like- got that foot fetish. <laughs> Like that foot spanking. I mean, we've been talking this whole time that I might have dancing mania, so. (laughs) We'll see, I guess. Okay, throughout the the mania, those affected would suffer from a variety of ailments, obviously, including, but not limited to, chest pains, convulsions, hallucinations, hyperventilation, epileptic fits, and visions. It's a very mysterious endnote there. Visions. Yeah. In the end, most simply dropped down, overwhelmed with exhaustion. However, there have been many instances, particularly the one that I, I said earlier um, about the women in the church. Mm-hmm. They end, some people end their dancing in ecstasy. Kind of like the people on ecstasy. <laughs> so, um, typically, 
I Ma- hadn't even made that connection. No. I've way too much with Gutty Tissues. No, <laughs> you were like, no, no, no. That shit don't Drugs? make sense. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> no, it must be magic. Yep, obviously <laughs> magic. We'll get into it. We'll get some theories what if out. they had, like, some early, like, back-in-the-day ecstasy that they were, like, taking? <laughs> <laughs> well, unknowingly. We'll get into it. You're going to love this. I don't even know how you take ecstasy. Cut this part out. <laughs> Do you snort it? Do you... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a pill? You really don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, I love you so much. Is it a so pill? Much. I don't know things about drugs. Except pot. <laughs> it can come in a couple different kinds of ways. Okay. Good. I'm glad you know. It's mostly like a like a paper you can stick on your tongue and it dissolves. I am an innocent little and... child. You're pure, pure-hearted Gryffindor. <laughs> pure-hearted Gryffindor. I think Gryffindors would definitely be on it. Oh, well, no, those would be Hufflepuffs. No, Hufflepuffs, I think, would just be high on, like, pot. I think Gryffindors would do, like, ecstasy or some shit. I don't know. At a party. I think, I think Slytherins would be LSD. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, Ravenclaws might be LSD, too, I think, though. yeah, you know what? Could, like, open the mind. Open the mind to greater experiences. All right, we're getting off topic. Okay, that's Sorry. true. <laughs> Can you tell what we're into? <laughs> Typically, mania was contagious, but it often struck in small groups. So, that was page one. Page, actually, that was page two, so page three. Causes, question mark? I'm going to go through a list of causes. Uh, feel free to tell me whether or not you think that it's plausible. I've already told you my theory. uh, Obviously. They had some ecstasy. (laughs) Some medieval ecstasy. Medieval ecstasy. That shit was dope and could kill you. (laughs) So there's a couple causes that a lot of historians will automatically go to and be like, obviously this is it. But for the most part, there's, there's no known cause. There's no one thing that we can pinpoint because it affected such a huge surface area of Europe and over the course of, you know, almost 700 years, we're, we don't know much about it. Cause number one, most popular among the Christians. Oh, okay. Demons. Oh, obviously. Demons made you dance. 100% demons. Good old Satan making people shake it. You know, okay. Like a Polaroid picture. (laughs) (laughs) I had to choose a way to die. I don't. Dancing necessarily sounds the worst. No, but I hate working out. So yeah, that's true. at a certain point, dancing leaves the fun zone and enters the workout zone. But if they're like, if there's euphoria involved. Then yeah. Oh, if there's ecstasy at the end, sign me the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Thanks, Satan. Strokes and like hyperventilation, I'm not cool with. No. Ecstasy. No, no. Ecstasy and hyperventilation. Medieval, medieval ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. And demons. Sign me up. And then... It's my new romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, just throw in a werewolf. Medieval <laughs> ecstasy! It could have so many meanings! <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going to write it. Please fuck, do. fuck this podcast. I'll be famous for... Oh my uh, god. That can be our second book. <laughs> Historical romance. Medieval... Medieval ecstasy. We're going to be so famous. We're going to be so famous. Another popular one <laughs> is... A curse from St. Vitus himself. <gasps> I knew he'd come back. I know, that son of a saint. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to say it. So apparently Homeboy would, would curse people who he felt was sinning with 
the gift of dance. <laughs> and people would then pay a tribute in his honor to the monasteries or to the churches, or they would pray to cure their dancing family or, you know, do what it is Did that... It work? No. Well, some people claimed it worked. Some people claimed that, you know, if you really, you set up a shrine to him and you really prayed and you gave your money to him and just your family would come home. But, you know, the thing with that is, is like, maybe they just stopped dancing. Maybe they were like being drugged and the family was paying money to the saint. And then there were people behind the saint and they were just taking the money. And then they were like, okay, we have enough money now. We can stop drugging them. So that's going to be our third book. (laughs) That's the third one in this series. The, the the drugged saints, the saints of doom. We'll, we'll come up with a good name. So then, have you ever heard of something called St. Anthony's Fire? No. Okay. So it's ergot. Uh, it's a plant. Um, so St. Anthony's Fire is what people in the Middle Ages called uh, this disease that ravaged the poor community. And actually some um, higher ups. In the Middle Ages, during floods and damp periods... Ergots were able to grow and affect rye and other crops. Oh, the Salem Witch Trials. Is it the same thing? Yes. Okay, yeah. I've heard of it. Okay. So ergotism can cause hallucinations, convulsions, but it cannot account for a lot of the behavior that's most common with dancing mania. However, there are two char- there are two types of ergotism. The first is characterized by muscle spasms, fever, and hallucinations. And the victims may appear dazed and unable to speak. They can become manic or have other forms of paralysis or tremors. And they suffer, obviously, from uh, distorted perceptions. So one theory was that um, a lot of these people who did actually suffer from ergotism, which is also more commonly known as St. Anthony's Fire, people who suffered from this would get kind of quarantined in a specific area or space together and one of them will start dancing and another will start dancing and then they'll all sort of start like a like a ye old nightclub <laughs> just and just have at but that also doesn't explain for the random occurrences throughout right. the you know entirety of the middle ages because not everywhere suffered from ergotism so another theory is they're just stressed <laughs> well, if that was true, I would have died a long time ago. <laughs> just, you just would have danced your tippets off. I would have danced my life away a while ago. Right. So it may have simply been the result of stress and tension uh, caused by natural disasters around the time, such as plagues and floods. They did have a word for it, and I didn't write it down, but it was something like, um, shit. I'll think of the word, and then I'll scream it at you later. Okay. Um, but it, it's it's when a group of people all kind of, not are hypnotized, but they, I'll think of it. I'll get back to you on that. Hashtag mom brain. Another cause could have been cults. During a, the huge portion of this time that this was happening, cults were banned by the Catholic Church um, throughout Europe. Uh, the biggest cult of all. The biggest cult of all. Shh, they're listening to us. <laughs> no, that's just the NSA agent. Don't worry about him. He's that's so nice. Phil. Frankie boy listening on my computer. I hope he likes this story. This one's for you, Frank. <laughs> so, uh, cults. They were banned. Specifically, the Roman, Greek, and pagan <clears throat> cults. Um, despite being banned at the time, 
they would, each of these different cults would have rituals and they would perform these under the guise of uncontrollable dancing mania. Um, some of the cults would later claim to do their rituals, but have it have been mania. You know, I can't control myself. The moon makes me do it. Like, I'm having sex in the middle of the town square. Yeah, you can't blame me for that. It was the moon. It was the moon. That's what I say all the time. <laughs> but I blame all my mania. It's the devil. It's the devil and the moon out to get me. Um, so this is a, another popular theory um, because it can be explained why people would randomly just start boogieing down. But it also doesn't explain why some of the survivors of the mania will say that they didn't have control of themselves. Why they said that why some people would dance to their death because dancing to your death isn't common amongst cults. No. A lot, not any that we know of so far. Right, and it seems like your survival instincts would kick in. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we do have a mechanism that <laughs> stops us from doing a lot of self-harm. Here's one of the biggest, in- most interesting ones, which I think you'll like. Is it magic? <laughs> no, it oh. involves spiders. <gasps> no. Terror. Tarantism. Oh my god. Tarantism. The spiders bite them and then they dance. Okay, just listen. Because this shit's about to get wild. Oh no. It's gonna get hype. Tarantism is a form of hysteric behavior popularly believed to be result from the bite of the wolf spider, (gasps) Lycosa tarantula. I know, right? Super cool name, though. Lycosa tarantula? Lycosa tarantula. tarantula. And you know what? Lyco means. Yeah, lichen. Well, yeah, wolf spider. It's a wolf spider. So it's a tarantula, though. So this venom would do all kinds of stuff to a person. Dancers would perform after they have tarantism. These dancers would perform what's called a tarantella. And it is accompanied. (gasps) What? Do you know what it is? Because there's a spider. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to know what it is now. I know what it is now. Because there's a spell called right. Tarantelegra or something that makes your legs dance uncontrollably. You're right. Oh, my God. We just cracked this case. <laughs> just cracked it wide open. JK, we're after you. She knew. She knew about dancing mania. God, how is she? How does she do uh, it? Queen JK. Queen. Man. All right, JK. Okay. Anyway, that's how I know that word. We got your number, JK. <laughs> got your number. Of course, I know it because of... Oh, fucking JK. They would perform Tarantella. Yes. Ter- 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 I actually think there's a dance called Tarantella. tarantella or something yeah. Like so it, it is It is an actual dance. So they claim that it'll eventually cure, cure the victim, at least temporarily. Wait, the dancing will kill, will cure the victim? Yeah, but this From specific dance, it's a specific one you must do. Oh, okay. You know. So, um, some participated in further activities, such as tying themselves. Now, this is people who are infected with um, the spider bite. The spider bite. Or the spider venom. Um, rumors have it that some people did this on purpose to induce the dancing fits. You know how there are popular drinks in the in the South where you have uh, snake venom in your tequila? Oh, yeah. So it is believed that some people would purposely do this or purposely infect a group of people. God, it's like mass roofing. Yeah. Just to get boogie. You know, yeah. Just to, just to get down. Mm. You want everybody to have a good time. 
Yeah, it's fine. Without it's fine. consent. Don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. So let's say some of these uh, people would tie themselves up with vines and whip each other. <gasps> That's fun. They would pretend to sword fight. <laughs> they would drink large amounts of wine, which is what we're doing oh, right now. Hey. Uh, and then also jump into the sea. I got a wolf spider pet bite. <laughs> That's why I drink all this wine. I'm just, I just like to drink. <laughs> Not like of, that. Because of the wolf spider, right? Because of the wolf spiders. I knew it. Yeah. What happens when I move to, move to the country? Yeah, they would also jump into the sea because uh, they're crazy. Francesco Cancellari. He is an Italian writer and master librarian. Ooh. I know. I like his name and I like his job. Yeah, he did a, he did a lot. And the church was like, yeah, you're cool. You can, you can be our librarian also. And he was like, woof, can't say no to that. So yeah, he's master librarian. He is an Italian writer, was an Italian writer, and he studied Tarantism. He said this, and I, I put this quote in here because it's really pretty and dark and fits okay. perfectly. Lay it on me. Okay. When one is in the hold of this ill-wished beast, one has a hundred different feelings at a time. One cries, dances, vomits, trembles, laughs, pales, cries, faints, and one will suffer great pain. And finally, after a few days, if unaided, you die. Sweat and antidotes relieve the sick. But the sovereign and the only remedy is music. Yeah. So, Dancing Mania stopped suddenly and without explanation in the late 17th century. And that is it. Doesn't even make any sense. How could it just stop? It just stopped. Here's Maybe my theory. Saint Vito or whatever his name is. Saint Vito, no Saint Vitus. <laughs> whatever. Um, here's my theory on why it stopped. Okay. Music became bumping. Because <laughs> if the only cure is music, back in the 13th century, what type of music did they have? Fucking pipes. Now in the 17th century, they've got piano maybe i don't know <laughs> i think they had like piano forte piano forte they had all kinds of know. accoutrements a lute wait a lute is a piper pie yeah piper. <laughs> but you know they were importing instruments the too little guitar thingies yeah they yeah, had all kinds of I stuff when all that came probably uh, 17th century i'm thinking like drums and shit tambourines and trumpets and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We should look into the history of I'm musical thinking, instruments. See, I'm thinking Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Because that was in the, the 18th century. That was 18th century, I believe. Okay, yeah, but a little earlier than that. They probably had drums. I don't know. Music became bumping. I'm sure they had drums. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Tudors. <laughs> what kind of music did they play for Henry VIII? Sick, sick Everything beats. I know came from TV. Those beats slap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For Henry VIII. For Henry VIII. <laughs> you had to. Yeah. And that's where he did kill anyone. Yeah. That song sucked <laughs> off his head. <laughs> off his head. <laughs> that is my story of Dancing Mania. I really enjoyed that. Have did Had you heard about it at all no. from that point? Okay. I have a lot of, like, little stories hidden away and tucked away and just ready to tell people. The only part I knew, and it took me a minute to connect, was the Saint Spire. Saint was, Anthony's Spire? Saint Anthony's Spire. Yeah. Because of the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, so St. Anthony's Fire actually um, affected the United States and Europe, which Salem, mm-hmm. which trials. Do you know why it was named St. Anthony's Fire? Or the no. Blood? I don't. 
don't. So uh, there's a monastery in Europe. I can't remember the very specific country. I think it was a north country, Norway. Could have been Germany. But it was a, so it's a, a monastery. And these monks had, they didn't quite figure out what was causing the pain in people. But, you know, people would come to them and say, you know, my limbs are on fire. They feel like they're on fire. You know, you would be affected in such a way that your nerves would would be damaged. They feel like they were on fire. That's how shingles feels. Yeah. I know you have shingles or had shingles. So sorry. That's exactly how that felt. Okay. Yeah. So the monks at the St. Anthony's Monastery uh, had created balms and lotions and sort of, in a very medieval way, had helped a lot of people who suffered from ergotism. And it actually worked a lot of the patients that they had help with the use of herbs and medicines and stuff like that. They came out of it okay. I know a lot of people who suffer from ergotism also develop gangrene on their on their appendages. Yeah, and they actually had halted a, a good portion of that in who they could because it was a smaller monastery. So since then it got the nickname of St. Anthony's Fire because the St. Anthony monks were the ones to really focus on it as its own individual disease rather than people individually just complaining about everything's on fire. Right, or like being possessed or something. Yeah, exactly. So they were like, hey, we think something's actually going on here. Let's try and cure it. Hmm. And they did what they could with what knowledge they had. So the monks of St. Anthony, St. Anthony's Monastery, then uh, got the glory, the everlasting (laughs) glory of having their name be the disease, I guess. That sucks for them. One way to be remembered, I guess. Yeah. So that's my story. Yeah, I really liked it. Of how how people throughout Europe, throughout 700 years, would just dance to death. It's uh, quite a story. Thanks! (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, So next time you tell me a story. Okay. Sounds good? Yeah. Okay, thanks for joining us for Down the Rabbit Hole. And I hope you do your own research and I hope you look into... um, Oh, I remember the word! I know. <laughs> okay, what was it? So, uh, mass hysteria. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mass hysteria syndrome. Okay, alright. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hope you do your own research. I hope you fall down a couple rabbit holes and enjoy.